My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, may the peace of the Lord be with you always. We are now in the third Sunday of Advent, often known as the Gaudete Sunday, or the day or the Sunday of rejoicing within this season of Advent. As a matter of fact, if you have already read the text for our liturgy, be it in the readings or in the prayers, the word rejoicing or joy, they're always appearing as the main theme of our celebration. Rejoicing not as the world rejoices, but rejoicing with hopeful expectation of the coming of the Lord. Within this context of rejoicing, our liturgy, specifically the reading for the Gospel of this third Sunday, offers to us a very prominent figure, the figure of John the Baptist. We are reading from Luke's Gospel, chapter 3, verses 10 to 18. At the end of this very beautiful section, it says, that exhorting the crowd, John the Baptist was proclaiming good news to them. Often we always expect to hear about John the Baptist as preparing the way, preparing the road for the Lord. But in this Gospel reading, it speaks of John proclaiming good news. What do we mean by this? What kind of good news are we hearing from John the Baptist? When you look at again our gospel for this Sunday, you will notice that the very good news he was proclaiming is none other than the coming of the Messiah. That Messiah who will baptize those who believe, not only with water, but with the Holy Spirit and fire. John even quipped that he is not worthy even to untie the lace of his sandals. The very person of Jesus Christ is the good news that John was proclaiming, that John desired the people to long with hope and expectation. But we must ask the question, if that is the case, then how should we respond? Every proclamation, the proclamation of the gospel, is not only a story that goes back to the past. The evangelists themselves wrote down, penned down the story of Jesus in order to demand a particular response and to persuade us in order to give the proper action. No wonder then the people in this gospel passage ask from John, what are we to do? I think that is a very Lucan statement. 
You will find this one always in Luke, but even in the Acts of the Apostles. If you remember, during the Pentecost, when Peter was proclaiming, after those who heard him understood the message, they asked the same question, then what are we to do? The act of doing something here is not the kind of bribe that we do something in order to win the kingdom of God, that we do something in order for God to be with us. No, God already came into our story and He continues to proclaim His presence in our own difficulties, miseries, and even the daily lives that we have. The question, what are we supposed to do? is not about bribing God. What are we supposed to do is the proper response after we have embraced this gospel, this good news, this proclamation of the coming of the Messiah. Yes, we rejoice during this third Sunday of Advent, but at the same time, we must ask the question, then, given this joy coming from the Lord, given this rejoicing coming from Him who gives us grace, life, and hope, then what are we supposed to do? How shall we live our life in accordance to this message? The question that was asked now is given answer by John the Baptist. He addressed three groups of people here. First, you have all the crowd addressed specifically. Then you have the tax collectors. And the third, the soldiers. From John's answer to these groups, we may understand also what are we supposed to do. To the first group, to the crowd in general, he said, that if you have extra, give it to those who have none. An expression of a life of solidarity. That is a demonstration that we have accepted, that we have longed for this kingdom. The mere fact that they have the extra, it was not really what they needed still. It was something that was only there in order to provide a sense of security. But for those who welcome the kingdom, our security will be the Lord. And therefore, whatever material security that we hung on to, they must also go away for the sake of our brothers who have none. This giving away in solidarity, it is an action that comes from our act of welcoming the kingdom of God. Then to the next group, these tax collectors. John answered, Be sincere. Do not ask for what is not necessary. Live in honesty. Live in sincerity. The coming of the kingdom brings newness in our life. 
the mere fact that this kingdom is embraced by us, this kingdom is always transformative. And we will know that we have truly accommodated it in our life if we begin to learn how to live in sincerity, in honesty. From solidarity to honesty and sincerity. And to the third group, to the soldiers, John answered, Do not extort. Do not abuse. In other words, live a life of justice. Live a life of accountability. That the power given to you is not yours. It is for the sake of people. And one day, those who have this power will just have to answer to him was given authority and who has authority over all, namely God himself. You see, my dear brothers and sisters in Christ, the rejoicing that we have for this third Sunday of Advent must be a transformative joy, bringing newness into our life. That just like the crowd, we must be capable asking questions what are we supposed to do? We must be capable of articulating that desire to be transformed by the coming of the Messiah and his kingdom. And the figure of John becomes a clear reminder and a clear challenge. Live a life of solidarity live a life of sincerity, and live a life of justice. With such a kind of lifestyle, rejoicing truly arrives. It is not the joy that this world gives. It is a joy by welcoming Christ into our hearts, into our families, into our society. Let us therefore pray for one another. I greet all of you with the joy of the season, a season of longing and a season of hope, but also a season of transformation in accordance to God's will. This is Father Ulrich of the Rugationist Fathers, here in our oasis of prayer, wishing you the peace of the Lord. Come. Lord Jesus.